Good afternoon. This year is 2020, April 1. And so, anyway, that uh, we're going to look at some things here today out of the book of Hebrews, chapter 5, and also to 3 John. And so, anyway, before we get into that, uh, I want us to uh, look at some things, or remind me, remind me of some things. And uh, if you've uh, been listening to uh, the news, that uh, they say that uh, they're going to extend uh, the shutdown for another four more weeks. And uh, uh, in, uh, in this world, there is a cry in every part of this world. And uh, because of death, and uh, because of uh, uh, finances, because of uncertainty, because of fearfulness. And there is a cry all over this world. And uh, who would have thought just a month ago that uh, this world would come to a standstill as it is today. And uh, in the book of Exodus, it talks about the Israel he said, they cried out unto God, and God heard their cry, and because of their taskmaster, because of the affliction, and because of all the things that was happening to the nation of Israel, and God selected Moses to deliver them, and he was in the desert, and he saw a burning bush, and uh, but the bush was not consumed. And uh, this burning bush, as he walked on, he stopped and turned. And uh, the voice of God came from the bush. And it said there that, uh, Remove your shoes, for you are standing up on holy ground. And, uh, you know, that uh, God spoke to him in, in this uh, circumstance. And you know, today, there are things that's going on today that are just as unique as a burning bush. It is a standstill of our country, of our economy. Our churches are closed. Workplaces are closed. And uh, restaurants and, and uh, parks and everything. So I want to look at some things right here today. The heart cry of, uh, of our country and even the entire world. And uh, just as Moses, he stopped and he turned and to see this thing. We need to stop and look at the situation that's going on in our country. And, uh, and we need to uh, look at the things that's taking place. And uh, we need to understand also, too, that God is doing something. And we need to take note. Lord, help me to learn. Help me to understand. And uh, maybe not all of it, but help me to know what you are telling us, what you are teaching us of all the things that's going on. And uh, in the book of Hebrews, we're going to look at chapter 5. <clears throat> and in uh, verses 8 and 9, and here's how they read. Though he were a son, 
yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. And being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obeyed him. Now, he is the author of eternal salvation. And uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it says uh, that, uh, that uh, there are those that, uh, that obey him, those that uh, are obedient to Christ. Now, the entire world is not in obedience to Christ. It is those that have the eternal salvation, those that have been saved from the slavery of sin and of Satan, and those are the ones that are obeying Christ. And we need to keep on obeying Christ. We need to keep looking unto Jesus, not uh, at uh, the economy, not at the circumstances, not at our problems or ourselves. We need to keep looking unto Jesus, the author of eternal salvation. And also, too, we need to look at some things that uh, uh, that talks about this. Every person, just like Israel, they are born into slavery for 400 years and, uh, that they lived in slavery. Every person today is born into slavery of sin and of Satan. And uh, there is no will, there is no ambition, there is no goal for a person that is a slave. And slavery today uh, is, is something that's going on. Something we do that uh, we don't necessarily want to do, but we have to do. And the only way out of, out of this slavery is by death. And the only way we can get out of this slavery is by dying. Now, we need to die to sin. Not die in sin, but die to sin and live unto God. And that is the way out of this slavery. And if we live unto God, we have been made free. We are liberated. And uh, we have been uh, uh, set from the slave market of sin. And so when we look at that, that we need to understand that there is something taking place. And uh, that, that, let's don't look at the circumstances. Let's don't look at the, the gloom of this world. Let's keep looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of eternal salvation. Now we're going to read 3 John, and uh, the third chapter of 1 John. And here's how it reads. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the children of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the children of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Now, it says, does not yet appear what we shall be. Now, we're going we're gonna to look at that uh, uh, toward the end uh, of this session. Now, it says here that, uh, that uh, what manner of love God had bestowed upon us. And uh, if everybody knew the love of God, 
and uh, how he sent Christ into this world and how Christ went to the cross and uh, and gave his life and shed his blood and was buried and rose again the third day. Things would change. Now, there are a lot of uh, ways people are trying to get to heaven, trying to uh, trying to enter salvation, and they have other means, other way of getting saved. But all of them, they all did live, and they all did die, except one exception. They did not resurrect the third day, which Jesus Christ, He's the only one that rose from the dead, and that is the. Uh, uh, finished work of Christ on the cross. And so we need to look at that today and uh, and uh, instead of looking at the doom and gloom that the world is going through right now. And so uh, what manner of love the Father bestowed upon us. He says, now are we the children of God. We are now the children of God. And uh, we are not like everybody else. And uh, there is not that cry from God's people as it is around the world. And there may be some, but not all of them. And uh, the the cry uh, because uh, of the death of the virus and because of the uh, death to our economy and uh, where the workplaces are closed, Church buildings are closed. Now, the good news is the buildings is not really the church. The children of God, those that have been saved and baptized of that local assembly, that's the church, not necessarily the building. So I don't know how long we'll have the buildings. I don't know how long the church doors will be open. It is possible they never they will never open again. Now back about thirty five, forty years ago, in the state of Nebraska, there was a church that uh, the state closed and put padlocks on it, and uh, and stood guard of FBI and and the military, and they closed that church down. And uh, so we need to understand that we are the children of God. Right now. And uh, this is the love that God has bestowed upon us. That we should be called the children of God. Now, how that happened is a work of the Spirit of God that came to us when we were lost. When we were not saved. And uh, took us to the place of the crucifixion. To the burial and to the resurrecting, and and brought our spirit to life. We understood. We believed. We received. We were born again. We are the children of God. Now, also too, it talks. It talks about uh, that uh, in First uh, Corinthians fifteen. It talks about that uh, this mortal was put on immortality. This corruption was put on incorruption. This year is the coming of Christ, when he shall come again. 
And when he shall come again, we shall see him, as the Bible said, as he is. And it does not yet appear what we shall be. Now, there is this thing, an illustration. I grew up in the south, and there are oak trees reaching 30 to 50 feet high. And if you didn't know where the oak tree came from, it came from a little nut called the acorn. Some people call it acorn. But it's about marble size, size of a marble. But all the things that's in that oak tree that's so strong, so tall, so sturdy, came from that little nut called the acorn or the acorn. And uh, but that little acorn, it must fall to the ground. When it falls to the ground, it will germinate. It will die, and out of it will spring forth a mighty oak tree. Tornadoes and hurricanes are not able to topple it over. And uh, they are strong, and they are mighty. Now, what manner? Of love, the Father bestowed upon us, we should be called children of God. We are the children of God. Now, right now, it does not appear what we shall be. But when Christ comes, we shall see him as he is. And we need to die to sin and live unto God. You may think of yourself. As a failure, you may think of yourself and not going nowhere and doing nothing. And nobody knows you, but you're like that little acorn when it falls to the ground and uh, it begins to live, does not yet appear what we shall be. And uh, at the coming of Christ, we will not know of all the things that we're going to be. Right now, we are the size of that acorn. But at the coming of Christ, that uh, we are going to be like that mighty oak. We are going to be changed. And uh, the the glorious appearance of, of, uh, of the great God, our Jesus Christ, we're going to be changed. And we're going to be new. We're going to have a glorified body. And uh, the thing is, he is coming. He said he was going to come. He said, I go and prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. And that where I am, there you may be also. Jesus Christ is coming. And remember, he also said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And uh, I am the way. These are the ones that uh, are uh, erring, don't know which way to go. I am the way. And those that are ignorant of uh, salvation, they are ignorant about heaven and hell. He says here that I am the truth. And also, too, those that have no life. They're still dead to sin. 
living in slavery. He said, I am the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And so uh, I want you to take heart today. What, it, what uh, uh, things are today, they will not always be that way. Christ is coming. And uh, he is the author of eternal salvation. And we are the ones that obey him. Because we've been released. We've been set free. We've been liberated from our corruption. We will put on incorruption. And uh, we have this hope. And having this hope, we will purify ourselves. And we will be pure as he is pure. So today, I want to pray and ask you, ask you also, pray with me, and that we will learn what the situation is in this world. And just like Moses, he stopped and turned to look at the burning bush. And we need to stop and turn and look at the situation today. And God may be speaking to us through this situation. And Father in heaven, I pray. And Lord, I pray that uh, you will help us to understand, help us to learn, help us, dear Lord, not be uh, uh, discouraged. And Lord, I pray, God, that you will help us and, and uh, uphold us with the Spirit of God that you imputed into us. And dear Lord, I pray you help us not forget that you will never leave us nor forsake us. And we are in your custody and in your care. And Lord, I pray that during these times that our hearts may be drawn unto you and, uh, and not take heart of the situation of this world, but help us take heart of all that you will do and can do. And remember, faith is knowing that God will, not just God can. I want to say, Lord bless you, you and your family, and uh, hopefully be able to speak with you, God willing, this coming Sunday. Lord bless you. Amen.